Welcome to Brian Time, everyone. I'm Jeremiah Coughlin, and it's time for the Brian Pickles Baseball. Welcome this week's guest, co-host, TV personality, podcaster, fill-in Pickles PA announcer, all-around cool and fun person, Cassidy Quinn. Oh my gosh, that was so nice. Fun and cool person? Wow, thank you. I think so. Thanks. I've always, <laughs> I've always had fun when I was around you, and you yeah. seem pretty cool. You're... I mean, I just found that out. You're so. Can you that talk I'm fun about and that? cool. You're, you're, no, you're going to the you're going to the Olympics. Yeah, I know. Like nobody knows this, and it's not a secret. But it's okay. just we can this... edit if it is. But well, when does this go up? <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> Sweet. No, great. Um, no, it doesn't have to be a secret. I was thinking about this today because I just got today as we're recording this. My passport came in the mail. Passport, the whole system, it's very slow right now because everybody is realizing at the same time, oh, I need a passport and, you know, the whole pandemic thing still going on. And uh, then I sent my passport application in. They wrote back. Um, We had a couple of ADHD moments because I apparently did not sign my application. So um, I had to resend that. And then they didn't accept my picture because turns out you still cannot smile in a passport photo. Um which I didn't know. So they didn't accept my, my passport photo. And um, so I was like worried I wasn't going to have my passport. Now I do. So my flight is not officially booked. However, I have a contract to go to Tokyo to report for the Olympic Broadcasting Services, which basically is kind of like the Associated Press, but for video, like the TV side of the Olympics. So like we go and interview the athletes at the different venues. We put together video packages other people can use them. I think I don't have all the information yet, but I'm very excited. <laughs> and hypothetically, like a month and two days from now, I will be in Japan, and that's is that when the Olympics my start? Yeah. Well, in a month. Yes. Yeah. That seems like, I insane. Think, I think they start. Um, let's see when they actually start. They start on July 23rd, but I'm supposed to be working on July 16th. So, yeah. That's real soon. And of course, the whole world is like, are they happening? Should it be happening? What are we doing? And so it's a little weird limbo for like, tr- it's weird to be really excited for something when it feels like it's not actually going to happen. And that, like, yeah, it's a weird. I'm in a p- mm. bit of a pickle, Jeremiah, you could say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so An I have an Olympic sized pickle. Right. So I didn't want to say anything to anybody in case. My passport didn't get here and I was like a, a dummy that that couldn't go travel because my passport expired last year and we weren't going anywhere. So like, why would I renew it, you know? Um, yeah. But I guess I can say it now. So yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> Congratulations. That's really cool. Thank you. I would, Thanks. I've always, that's like a bucket list thing just to even go to where the Olympics are happening, let alone be a, like a part of anything. Totally. Super cool. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It'll be my fourth Olympics, which is insane. But it's going to be super different because, like, usually one of the things I love about it is that there's people from all the different countries, like, being so patriotic and loving just, like, representing your country. When do you see everyone, like, wearing their country's flag? You, never. But there won't be any spectators. <laughs> and so that will be a bit weird. And I just got a bunch of rules yesterday. We're going to have to stay, like, six feet away from anybody that we're interviewing, which is good. I'm all for the safety, but it's just going to be very interesting and very different from any experience I've had before. So, yeah. (laughs) All right. So Olympics aside. Yeah. Until then, you're filling in 
as the guest PA announcer at Walker yeah. Stadium for the Pickles. And how th- that's been fun so far. We've we only got to do one real like one game, I guess. Yeah. And it has it, been uh, Yeah, then Saturday we had the Battle of the Brine part 1, you know. Right. Big suspense here because who will win it because we had to be cut short thanks to the rain because who knew it rained in, in Portland. Um, it has been so fun. I got like a DM from the pickles. The pickles slid into my DMs, okay? That's how this started. And they said, Cassidy, we want to ask you something. Send us an email. And I was like, whoa, whoa, I, I am ready for this, okay? I don't know what it is, but I am probably in whatever the pickles are asking me to do. Um, and so talk to Ross and turned out they were looking for someone to do some PA announcing. And I was very, very honored because I love the pickles. I did vote for the name of the pickles when, what was that, six, seven years ago? I don't know. They put out the yeah. vote. I don't know, remember what any of the other choices were because why would I vote for anything besides the pickles? Like, I love pickles. My dad is Jewish, so we've had a lot of pickles in the house. You know, my grandma would show up with pickled everything and uh so i just love love all the pickles <laughs> have you have you, had you done pa no like that before definitely not um like i i was talking to my dad the other night telling him and he's like so what are you doing and i was telling him so you know like call out the starting lineup read out the sponsors and say happy birthday if it's somebody's birthday and and he was just laughing it's like really, really. That's that's what you're doing. So, um, I'm having a great time. Definitely learning a lot. I mean, I've been given a live microphone many times, and so in a way, like I've done yeah, similar things, but definitely not like with a whole crowd listening mm-hmm. right there. Like I'm used to people listening to my microphone live, but not really when I can see their faces. Like that's a little ner- extra nerve wracking because if I say something f- that I think is funny. I know if nobody laughed. (laughs) Like I made up some pun the first game and somebody booed me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to get used to it. It's tough. It's tough business. I mean, we're kind of in the same boat when we started doing the the hosting stuff. Yeah. Some very same kind of idea. Like I've definitely talked in front of people on a microphone, but it's different. And then you got to figure out, I mean, I noticed that you, uh, you went over some of those lines when they're the players are playing. You're not oh, supposed yeah. to be talking yep. and they had to shut you down. And I definitely, I, I definitely uh, was guilty of that a couple of times. <laughs> my first season, I've gotten really good about it now where I'm, I know when he's in the box and the yep, pictures on the they're mound. in the box. Yeah. But then, but then I also was told, okay, if it, you know, if it gets quiet for a minute, you know, if the pitcher's doing something or the batter's getting ready, say something and so then it's hard to figure out how many seconds do i have to say something because you can't just like stop mid-sentence you can't the other day some wonderful nice young girl came up and said cassidy it's my friend ella's birthday can you say happy 10th birthday to ella so i'm like okay oh, i told them to i told them oh, to go yes! tell you that they, i was they i knew somebody did because they said cassidy and i was like someone told them that cassidy because there's no way they knew my name before yeah um, super fan greg uh hit me up <laughs> on instagram and asked if i was going to be there Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I said, I said, go talk to Cassie. She'll be yeah. on the party deck. 
But so I, you know, I found my moment. I'm like, okay, there's a dull moment. Not dull. Never a dull moment at Walker Stadium. But there's like a a moment of pause. You're waiting for batter to come back in the box and the pitcher to throw it and all this, all these baseball terms I'm really good at. And, uh, and I start saying like, I want to wish a big happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden I realize, oh gosh, no, it's too late. It's too late. I got, and so I, I think I just talked really fast. I don't exactly know. Might've blacked out for a second. Um, but trying learning learning and trying my hardest also like giving a live microphone to any of us that have been stuck inside in quarantine just getting weirder by the day for however Mm -hmm. many million months now that was that was the first time that i'd been given a live microphone again and it's a lot of power (laughs) yeah it's intoxicating no i feel you but also terrifying. I'm like, oh, God, I can't even like have a conversation with someone in person. Now you want me to talk to thousands of people l- loudly and right. say things that make sense. I mean, we're 15 <laughs> minutes into this podcast and we haven't even began to start talking about what we're supposed to be talking about. So, no, I understand. But yeah, my <laughs> yeah. first season, my first season, I was behind the visitors dugout. And I couldn't see the play, but I was like, oh, I want to ask. The, you know, the former PA announcer, I was like, I want to ask him a question. And so I turned my microphone on and was like, hey. And then the other team's, like, third base coach got really upset because they felt like I was messing, you know. It was like a whole thing where the umpire stopped (gasps) play and was like, no, you can't do that. I mean, it was a big deal. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, and we've had a couple times between Jake and I where umpires cuz they've told us to push, you know, fine, you know, you can't play on the edge, you know, the other side of the road if you don't know where the middle is, right? So, <laughs> you know, or the other way around. You can't you can't play in the middle of the road if you don't know where the edge is, right? So Yeah, yeah. We've pushed a couple times. That's how I feel um, about parallel parking, you know? Can't park right. it if you don't find the curb first. <laughs> right. Bumpers are for bumping. <laughs> and just I don't remember. There was one where Jake was like, it was like a balls and strikes kind of thing, which I know better than that. And then we had the the best one ever, which I feel like I should not have been admonished for was I think Corvallis had a kid on their team whose last name was De Niro. And we were doing like a, you talking to me? Like we were doing all this, you know, but then The, a pitch came in low, and he insisted to the umpire that it had hit him in the leg. When everybody knew that it had him in the leg, and he even like pulled his pant leg up to show the umpire the mark it had left on his leg, it didn't hit oh, him. Oh, wow. You would have heard it. And so I have a microphone, and I go, huh, De Niro, I guess acting runs in the family. <laughs> Which I thought was gold. Yeah, I would have laughed. I mean, that I'm was, laughing now. I would have laughed there, too. Yeah. People did, and then just some, I don't know, it was like a sports questionable sportsmanship or something along those lines, where they were like, you can't just, you can't go at a guy like that. And I was like, okay. If it's mm-hmm. our guys, you know, like I like to, you know, we, we give the guys a hard time, but in good yeah. fun and definitely out of love because they're our guys, but I thought it was pretty darn funny. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, man. So pickle report. Let's get into the pickle report. Yes. 
their first series away from the walk with the uh, Ridgefield Raptors went a little rough. They split the first two games. They were just, you know, I think the Pickles won the first one. Um, yeah, five to four. And then they lost three to six. Nope, other way around. Yeah. They lost five to four, then they won three to six. And then the second game, they won one, they lost one, and then they lost a 13 inning heartbreaker where they gave up four runs. They were winning, I think, five to one. And then they gave up four runs in the bottom of the ninth to get it tied. And then they, I believe that what happened was they lost six to five in 13 innings. Oh, man. That's painful. Yeah, but then they came back. Grand Slam walk-off basically (laughs) made that a distant memory, which was so fun to be a part of. That was amazing. It's electric when something like that happens. As the PA announcer that evening, when we were getting closer to the seventh inning, I think the top of the seventh, I said something like, because the fans started getting a little quiet, and I said, Sure. Okay, everybody, don't get too tired. We're going to have our seventh inning stretch coming up soon. Get ready. And I think I said that a couple times and someone yelled back to me, Casty, it sounds like you're getting tired. Are you bored over there? And I was like, right. I am not. I'm just trying to rile up the crowd. And then Eamon Lance was like, oh, I'll rile up the crowd. Watch this. Right. Yeah, that drunken heckler guy was, he was convinced that you, he was like, cassie has got something to do tomorrow. He's trying to speed this along. <laughs> Yeah. And I, you know, I had things. I actually had a very opposite of the Pickles game. I had a silent meditation retreat to do the next day. So I did, but I wanted to finish the game. Okay. I wasn't ready to leave. Grand Slam walk off. Yeah. Can't get any better than that. That was crazy. That was super crazy against the the Willamette Wild Bills. And so we're back to league play. Not quite, but. Um, June 19th, 20th, and 22nd. There'll be a two-game series against Bellingham in Bellingham and then back to Walker Stadium the following Tuesday. So there's games out there this week with the uh, Battle of the Brine yes. and a, a couple other uh, inner, inner squad kind of things going on and then back to West Coast League. It's a league game, Smokey. Starting this coming weekend. And that's the pickle report. Woohoo! Let's go, pickle! Hey, folks, this week's Brine Time is brought to you by Kraken Strength. Never heard of them? Well, Kraken Strength is the premier strength and conditioning facility in the Portland area. They offer group fitness classes, advanced competitive, and sports specific training. At Kraken Strength, you'll find a community of fitness, knowledgeable staff, and the support you need to successfully meet your goals, no matter what level of fitness you're starting out at. They're located in Tigard, Oregon, and you can check them out at krakenstrength.com. Be sure to tell them the Brian Time Boys sent you. Fear and Loathing in Tacoma is the newest podcast from comedian Jeremiah Coughlin, where he interviews rock stars, comedians, and generally interesting people about their psychedelic experiences. New episodes every Friday. Check it out on Podcast Republic, iTunes, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes terrifying, always interesting. 
Pickle of the week. Seems pretty easy, right? Hmm. I wonder. Mm. Who if could it be? If only there was be? a guy who'd like hit a walk-off grand slam to end a game. I wish we knew a guy like that. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> a guy who at the beginning of the game, you didn't even know what his name was because he had on someone else's jersey. That, yes! That was the guy who had to go get his. I was like, who's up, who's up right now? Right, because on here, on our official pickle report, Brian Time paperwork, he is number twenty-five. But that day, he had on number fifteen, and I think yeah. he just wanted to keep us on our toes to make sure we were paying attention to him because he knew yeah. he was going to do something big. Which number fifteen is pitcher Ethan Bell, who is also very good. He's a he's one of those guys that throws so hard his hat falls off every time, <laughs> and I love that. I I'm a big fan of that. But yeah, Eamon Lance. Definitely, he brought he brought it. That was so exciting. Yeah. And just, uh, I mean, even in a socially distanced stadium, getting kind of late, but <laughs> people, you couldn't tell. It was loud. Everyone was having a good time. Oh, yeah. People woke up. It erupted. I didn't even know what to do. I was like, as as PA announcer, like, what, what do I even say? You were doing a great job just holding it down. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to let Jeremiah take it right now because I didn't, I don't know. Am I supposed to say things? Like, what do I, I was also yeah. told I'm supposed to kind of be unbiased. And so ha- I was like, yeah, I'm excited, but I'm not too excited. This is serious right. business. Yeah, as the PA, it is interesting because you do want to be, it's like you're excited for our guys, but as far as like, rooting outwardly mm-hmm. that's kind of that's kind of my that's why they have me around it's like yeah it's kind of a loophole yeah They're like oh this guy's not the pa announcer he's the on-field host who just we can't stop him from you know being a basically a weird old guy cheerleader <laughs> in the stadium i don't really know what my role is i can't believe this is even my job but i, I think you need a pickles cheerleader uniform Ooh. like i mean you could have like because of course, I feel like when I say cheerleader uniform, that implies like a skirt or a dress. But I just you could have the male, you can have whatever cheerleader uniform yeah, you want. Yeah, it could be like Will Ferrell's Spartan cheerleader. Yeah, exactly. You can have pants. pants you can but have I'll short sleeves, sleeveless. Don't whatever. underestimate me. I'll yeah, wear a skirt. Whatever you're into. I don't didn't want to assume what you know kind of clothes yeah. you want to wear. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Eamon Lance, pickle of the week, and then we have some pickles. This is. We're um, we kind of had to mismatch. Do you have your pickles handy? Oh, do I have my pickles handy? I, I will say, I'll admit, I opened the jar earlier. They were a brand new jar, but earlier I just needed, I needed a little snack. And well, I didn't, and <laughs> the the establishment that I went to did not have Mount Olive gherkins. They had Vlasic gherkins, and they had every Perfect. other kind of pickle by Mount Olive, <laughs> but not. I thought gherkins. I was picking like the easy one. So we could, I was like, I'm not going to pick an obscure brand. I'm just going to go with this one that looks like it's just generic. I don't know and- if they were out or what, but they had they had a bunch of different kinds of gherkins. So I went with Vlasic, and this is like some, it, it says specifically, no artificial dyes. Oh. Which seems like, uh, it seems like you're telling me a little too much, Vlasic. <laughs> like, what was in there before that you had to put this, just yeah. some weird... 
Which now green. that I'm looking at the instructions on my, we do have yellow five in Ooh, my Mount Olive sweet gherkins. You said the instructions, but I assume. Oh, the <laughs> instructions eat. Maybe both yeah, with hands or eats. fork or whatever you would like. Oh yeah, see, mine has turmeric extract. That's where the color in mine comes from. Wow, no yellow number five for me. Now I'm jealous, but whatever. Here you go. I'm we got gherkins. You ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to get the good. So, Mine. classic gherkin. I don't really like sweet pickles, but. Oh, no. I'm sorry. No, this is all. This is great. I decided to go for the gherkins. You know, it's the battle of the brine. Pickles yeah. versus gherkins. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, you got to cheers it up. Do you want like the ASMR? Yeah, that. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got to eat a pickle one. Pickle of the week. Oh, yeah. Mm. Those are really sweet. <laughs> it's the turmeric. <laughs> mm. The turmeric makes them. Oh, those are actually pretty good. Oh yes, we've we've converted him. What a satisfying yeah. crunch. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan, and I mean it's sweet, but it's just a little pickle. We'll have to meet up and switch. We'll see which yeah. one is better. Totally. We'll are you allowed to BYOP? Like, can you bring your own pickles to Walker Stadium? <laughs> I know a guy. I can sneak him in. <laughs> so now we have a, there's a rating system. Ooh. You know, single, double, triple, home run. Uh-huh. So. Walk off Mount Grand Slam. Olive, <laughs> yeah. Walk off Grand Slam if it's the best pickle you've ever had in your life. So let's hear it, Cassie. Wow. Ooh. Um, hmm. One more bite. For Mount Olive. Hmm. I would say, oh man, I'm so bad at rating things because I just like it's <laughs> right now. It is the best pickle that I'm that I'm having that Currently I can remember. Eating? Yeah, Ever? um, I'm gonna say, but like I don't want to be too nice. Like, is a home run? Is that is that too much? It's a great gherkin. Hey, it's your it's your. Yeah. We're not even doing the same pickle, so. Yours is going to be a different rating than mine, so I don't even have to agree with you. This is a home run pickle. Okay. Jeremiah. I like it. <laughs> I would say I would say for me this is uh Yeah, this is it's actually not that bad. That's got kind of a weird <laughs> aftertaste. I don't really like sweet pickles. I'd say this is like uh It's probably the turmeric. Yeah, this is like uh <laughs> just a single maybe you know, like a a single that went all the way to the wall and could have been a double if it was Ooh. a fast play or something like that. The no artificial dyes does help, and I always like that little stork. I think he's cute, but yeah, and they get you know, classic big crunch. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. We'll switch them up. We'll next time I see you, we'll trade pickles. We'll trade pickles. Do you drink the <laughs> juice out of the pickle jar when you enjoy a pickle? No, but now that Colleen has <laughs> challenged us to the to the contest, we'll have to. I'll have you to. You got to get practicing. Yeah, I don't. I don't dislike it. I prefer dill pickles, and I I like dill pickle juice, but mm. something about sweet pickles. I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird thing. I like sweet yeah. relish. Okay. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Thought about that. We could just get like a spoonful of relish. Totally. When you asked me if I had pickles in my fridge earlier, I I did have relish, but I thought 
that might not be what you were looking for. It wouldn't necessarily have the crunchy sound effect, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to <laughs> clang the spoon around. Yeah. Bite it. <sighs> yeah. No one wants that All right. in their ears. <laughs> Eamon Lance and this variety pack of sweet gherkins. We salute you. Pickle of the week. <laughs> A home run Mount Olive sweet gherkin for Cassidy. Yes. Not quite a name in Lance Grand Slam walk-off home run, hey, but. You like what you like. I'm not going to argue with you. All I'm pickles happy. can aspire. Time now for one of our favorite segments, Inside the Jar. We're joined this week by Colleen Schrote. She's the director of operations for the Portland Pickles. Wears a lot of hats, does a lot of stuff. Wears a tool belt around the park. You'll see her around there working hard. So enjoy. Let's go, Pickles. Let's go, Pickles. All right. How long have you been working for the Pickles, Colleen? I've been working for the Pickles since 2018, which... I think puts me in season four and a half. That makes sense. That was the same time we came in, I think. Yep. Yeah. Were you there, were you there with Bill or not with Bill? You were there okay. There. So you were there the first season or the last season of Bill? Yeah. So we were doing brine time, but we weren't doing. So that was when Juliana was there, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. I was so there with Juliana. So we were doing the podcast, but we weren't doing the on-field stuff. By we, I mean Jake and I. Jake's R.I.P. Jake. But R.I.P. So Forever in our hearts. He's mm-hmm. no longer with us. He's That's in a right. van. Down by the river. He's in Cleveland yesterday. He was at the Mariner game in Cleveland. He was texting me because I had a bunch of money bet on it. So I was like, oh, I need, no. I need another run. Um, <laughs> And they magically did. They they literally magically had a pass ball with the bases loaded to get one more run in to make it six to two. And I needed there to be eight runs in the game. And I won $150 because of that. Sweet. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good job, was, Jake. Yeah, he was he was really uh integral in that. <laughs> what did you what did you start out as? I started out as the assistant to the food and beverage manager. Okay. That's a very long title. It really assistant is. Assistant to the food and beverage manager. Assistant to the regional food and beverage manager. Yeah, to the traveling secretary. <laughs> what was, uh, that wasn't the Bonnie or there was a... Lottie. Lottie, yeah. yeah. So when we first were trying to make, like, there was a whole genesis of the podcast that we were trying to get a hold of somebody within the organization and and that's somehow that was like the the number slash email that they got and it was basically like if someone randomly was messaging you right now and we're like hey do you you want to make a podcast you'd be like what the hell do i care i don't care go ahead like i really don't yeah i don't care at all so that was basically where we started was um made you she birthed you, Ryan Time, into the world. I would say no. Um, <laughs> she ignored us until we finally, I think we, 
I think we ended up talking to Alan directly. I think we've somehow got a hold of owner Alan Miller. Mr. Miller. Yeah. So how did that go? Where you be, you went from being the assistant to now the director? Um. Well, because when I started working, um, I really liked it, and I just stuck around, and I kept showing up. And then there was a little bit of transition from 2018 to 2019. So I sent Mr. Miller an email and I said, hey, I'll come back and uh, run concessions for you in 2019. He said, all right. And then I had a job. I feel like it would be one of the most fun places to run the concessions because you've got a theme. Like a lot of teams, you don't have a theme of pickles. I mean, there's a lot of pickle things. It limits you in some ways, but also the possibilities are endless. (laughs) Yes. It, uh, it is a very, very, very fun job. It is a very crazy, um, super intense amount of hours that we work, but it also is super fun because I kind of came in, I was working, I owned a food cart and I was doing double duty. So I just kind of came in in the nighttime and ran food cart during the daytime. And then, um, I reached out to Alan last, nope, last year doesn't exist, a couple years ago. <laughs> and I was already going into the 2020 season. I was starting to get like, I got to get on this and I have to start doing this now. So I reached out to him and I said, I'm, I'm really wanting to work for you. And I really want to um, just come in and be part of the organization because I really like what's going on. And Ross and I get along real good. I really like Parker and Kevin, and so I just kind of got it, got my foot in the door, and I said, I'm here for this, <laughs> and then just lots and lots of pickles. It's just all pickles. Everything in my life is pickles right now. <laughs> have you always loved pickles? I have always loved pickles. <laughs> I've always been a very big fan of pickles. Thank goodness. I grew up making pickles in Minnesota, What? and I don't think that I ever at the county fair but I probably would have won if I tried but I didn't <laughs> like won was... the pickle contest at the county fair oh yeah the blue ribbon the blue ribbon if you Schroet's will blue ribbon Schroet <laughs> dairy farm I just I was showing my calves during the summer well and that's the thing that's that's kind of why I really like this job is I grew up working in a food stand at county fairs and the state fair and I really 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 liked the energy and the intensity of that atmosphere and like it just was absolutely nuts like getting into the pickles and just getting to do that again um but yeah I I believe that I went to weekend or like the second day of the pickles in their entire existence I still have the ticket for the game that I went to in 2016. Whoa. That's impressive. Is it like framed on your wall? It will be. <laughs> what were they serving as food? Do you remember? Like, did they have uh, food? Ham. It was just ham. <laughs> just hams. It was a lot of hot dogs. It was hot dogs <laughs> and burgers. It's a lot of the same stuff that we have now. Um, and I think they had pizza but i just really remember the hams there were a lot of hams huh actual hams uh ham here oh 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 (laughs) 
I was like, I'm not, I'm trying to picture these hams with the hot dogs on the menu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But no pickles, no pickles yet. I don't think that there were pickles. I think what? that the pickles came in. I want to say we brought them in in 2019. Jeremiah, do you remember there being pickles? I don't think that there were pickles in 2018. I think there were pickles on a stick. Yeah, maybe in 2018, but I can't be sure. I think there was. I don't know. I can't be sure. But they've sort of elevated everything to the, you know, like there's the pickle chips and then there's, you know, there's a lot of different stuff. Like they really changed it quite a bit. I mean, I, I don't remember the ham, the cans of hams, but I was picturing that too, like just a bunch of like schlubby dudes opening actual canned hams, like and just eating them with forks. But, um, <laughs> I mean, anything can happen at a pickles game. Like, I wouldn't put it past anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, that's interesting. I I have a sort of a similar story from I used to work on a, in an ice arena, and it was the same kind of deal as I worked concessions there. And then they would have like conversion crews that would turn it from like a basketball to a hockey to, you know, like for graduation stuff. And I just kept showing up and then they were like, okay, just show up on Monday. And now, you know, and before you knew it, I was like the foreman of like actual operations there, like building stages and like running lights during concerts and all this stuff that just sort of happened very quickly. I don't know if you've ever been in a job where you haven't been there very long. And then all of a sudden they're like, you're in charge now. (laughs) <laughs> you should quit that job you should definitely run away from that job because there's uh there's some issues going on there but that's basically what happened to me so i i relate to that but they i think i think you're right i mean we sort of did the same thing where we just liked the atmosphere we liked everything about it and so we just stuck around until they basically were like okay well i guess yeah i guess you can be part of this you know if you want to but now I feel like it's our thing too. You know, I mean, uh-huh. you're around there so much that I think people kind of identify, you know, people know who you are, like, especially the people very, who work there. Very and... few. I try to stay away from people actually knowing Ooh. who I am. I like to just hide. It's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> There's just so much going on that I like it when people don't know that I'm there. Um, because that's, the the show of things working when I don't have to be like running around and doing stuff because things are just operating yeah like you're in charge but everyone's doing a good job so Uh you get to just kind of like lay back yeah yeah that's what I liked about that that kind of work too like I said working in an arena where it was kind of that idea that if you're doing a good job then no one knows like people that come to a concert don't think of or people that come to pickle games they don't think of the actual work that goes into making that happen like they just show up and they watch the game and everything is awesome and then they go home and they don't think about anything that actually went into it but that's kind of what we do and that's the fun part that's i like being part of that behind the scenes magic kind of stuff to me yeah i think that's really fun i love the behind the scenes thing that's I mean, that's always where I've um, found the most comfort when it's just like walking around with my tool belt and, you know, bunches of zip ties and just putting it all together and nobody needs to see anything else. So it's, it's been absolutely fantastic. I just got an image of you having like a tool belt just with pickles 
all yep. over and the zip ties but you know <laughs> you got like your pickle chips over here and yep. the pickles on a yep. stick over here yep. extra napkins for your pickle on a stick i think that there's still a ketchup packet in it <laughs> you never know I can almost guarantee for your you pickles just never know well i will look tomorrow and i will send you a picture <laughs> well i'll it see might yes. be mustard it might be mustard <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I live out uh, where there's lots and lots of loud cars. But look, it's Kelly. Hey, Kelly. <laughs> he says hi. She's watching The Bachelor right now. <gasps> oh, I'm jealous. The Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. Yep. Katie. Bachelorette. She's from Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's Kelly's sister's banker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Think about uh, that. A comic I know went on like a date with her last year. Like, um, yeah, like they matched on one of the apps and then they went on a date and then, um, yeah, he's kind of been like, there was like a BuzzFeed article or whatever. It was like comic jokes about X, the new bachelorette, blah, blah, blah. Oh my yeah. gosh. And she's next week's co-host on Brian Time. Yeah, we've got her here, Katie, whatever. Thurston, I think. Super I could pretend I didn't know that, but I do. Name. <laughs> uh I do enjoy the fact that there are, it seems like there's more people that are in charge. Like there's actual people that are doing the merch. There's people that are doing concessions. There's people, you know, and it it seems like the roles have been flushed out so much more within the organization. And I I like that as far as being able to actually ask somebody a question and there's like, oh, there's somebody who is actually in charge of that and has an answer for you. It's true. It's been, it, it's such a tricky, oh, there he goes a loud thing again. Um, Second ooh. gear. Drop a gear and disappear, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's been really fun to build out everything. And it's, it's tricky because it's seasonal. Like we don't have a lot of full-time people there. And it's really hard to find people that want to work three months, really, really hard for three months. And then go on and do other things. Are you doing it all year? Yeah, I started full-time in December of 2019. Cool. We got to March 2020, and I was like, this is going to be it. We're going to have a really great season this year. Oh, oh no. And then here we are in 2021. That year just disappeared, whatever. We don't speak of it. Yep. Well, (laughs) it's crazy because we put on the whole entire Wild Wild West League last year. And it just like we existed in a bubble and had baseball every single day. We had, you know, we didn't have cotton candy, but we had Cracker Jacks. Like it was insane. And it was so much fun because that was the first time since working for the Pickles that I've actually gotten to watch the games on a regular basis. Because all the other years I'm just going around refilling coolers and doing that kind of stuff um but yeah it's it's really nice to have all those positions it's really nice to have a staff and a bunch of people that will say can I get a shirt there's somebody you can go talk to about a shirt that's just wonderful you don't feel like you're doing everything nah. that's great that's all right really we're gonna wrap it up tell me um Tell me your favorite Walker Stadium Pickles organization memory. Oh, boy. Tell me a story, Colleen. 
Well, I can tell you a story. Ooh, I got a good one for you. Yeah. All right. So I believe it was 2019. It was, I don't remember what day. It was pretty early in the season. And it was, it was a little drizzly out. And we got the gates open. We got a bunch of people inside. We got a bunch of people drinking beers and eating nachos and hot dogs. And we said, the game's going to start. The game's going to start. And then the game didn't start. (laughs) Then we kept the party deck open. And then Gary from way up top dropped down a little microphone and fired up some karaoke on the party deck. (laughs) Absolutely phenomenal. I think that Parker and I sang a journey song. Uh, I grabbed a bag of hot cheese. It was just unbelievable. We stayed there all night. We sang karaoke on the party deck, bag of hot cheese. Just nothing better than that. Wow. Is there ever a karaoke night or karaoke night at Walker Stadium again? Like that could be a regular thing. It's gonna happen. Gary already promised me that it'll happen yes. again. Yeah, I think I think I know when that was because especially if the rain, I think that was one of the early season games with maybe the Australian or the San Francisco. It was like one of the out-of-town teams, so it was like kind of extra disappointing. They was like, oh, these guys came all this way, and then the game didn't happen. And I didn't stick around for all of Garaoke, but I do I do recall the, oh, you know, I do recall <laughs> people starting to have a good time on the party deck. And there have been some requests already for some after-game festivities on the party deck, which I've been a part of before, but usually by the by the end of the game on Friday or Saturday, it's kind of time to go home. I'm it's tiring. Older. You're running around. You're playing I'm games. You're I'm an talking old, to people. Getting my ten thousand steps in, and I'm I'm out. Yeah, bedtime. That's right. <laughs> but we'll 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 party down. I can't wait. You and me and Joe, Cassidy, yeah. everybody. Yeah. All of the above. That sounds great. Well, thanks for coming on and being a part of Brian time. Thanks for having me. Thanks, I appreciate Pauline. it. And thanks for the pickle yeah. chips the other night. Those are so good. That's uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep making little food items appear from below. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, that's fun. That sounds great. I'm in. Yeah. All right. Oh, and we should do a pickle juice drinking contest between the three of us. I challenge you. Gauntlet thrown. I'm so down. You know, when I saw the pickle juice contest happening, when I was there announcing on Friday, someone said, you got to be crazy to do that. And I was like, well, I, yeah, I am crazy, but also that sounds great. I'm in. in. (laughs) Okay. I'll do it. I mean, we've done, we've done eggs. We've done. I've anything that's pickled, I've pretty much consumed it. And we're going to get, we're going to get the juice for pickle of the week. But if you want to do it, if you guys want to embarrass yourselves in front of 3000 pickle (laughs) maniacs, then that's your business. Is that not what I'm already doing when I'm there? We love you all Do <laughs>
Netflix. Party time. Netflix. There you go. Pickle time. Netflix. So I asked Cassidy what her favorite baseball movie was. (laughs) I got so nervous. I was like, oh, shoot. What, and my boyfriend played college baseball, and so I was like, okay, can I – it was between a sa- Sandlot and a league of their own. He said Sandlot was too cliche and that I would be made fun of, and so um, I, went for the, I went for the Both girl classics. power. Okay, got to go for the mm-hmm. girl power. Yes. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> and we hadn't talked about this one, and it's it wasn't that long ago I watched this movie. During during all of this, I was sitting around one day, and we watched A League of Their Own. And then I, I went back, and I just, I love it. I There's a lot of things I love about it. I like the fact that when you watch it now, it is, it's even for the fact that it was early 2000s or whenever, or late 90s, late 90s, whenever yeah. it was. When the hell did a league? 1992. Okay. Ooh, okay. Edit that out. <laughs> the fact that it was the early 90s, and now, now you watch it, and it's like, ooh, some of this is problematic. And then you're like, well, this was in the 40s. Yeah. So even, <laughs> even for 30 years ago, it's still like, hmm, a lot of the stuff that they say really. John Lovitz is really what I love about this movie. <laughs> he makes me laugh so hard just the things that he says where he's like get back out of the cow and then when he <laughs> takes him to the <laughs> she, she says oh uh, we only make 35 dollars at the dairy well this would be more then wouldn't it <laughs> that i don't know it's just he's so dry and oh yeah he yeah. takes him to the to the tryouts and he goes cowgirls try not to eat the grass oh my um, goodness I just, I love him. Oh, what was the other thing he did? Oh, when he's on the train and he basically like leans against that lady and she, she goes, sir, your knee. And he goes, yeah, like it. <laughs> <laughs> very inappropriate, but very funny. I really love, I really love John Lovitz in this movie. And he's very, he has a very short time window, but yeah, just his, just the, he's very mean to everybody and it makes me laugh. It's also crazy to see tom hanks be mean to people because yeah he's never mean to people and like you know eventually spoiler alert seems like a nicer guy you know but it's like at the beginning shocking because tom hanks what yeah tom hanks is being a jerk what is this movie i can't i can't sign up for this but it does a good job too yeah he does um the uh scene where he piece i'm like how do i say this in a nicer way um that scene when i watched it again recently was longer than i remembered it i was like oh this is still going like should i skip click the 30 second skip button like i'm kind of i'm kind of good on this i think this movie came out when i was 11 years old and i think if you'd asked me i think we saw it in the theater i think my whole family and i went saw this movie in the theater and if you'd asked 11-year-old me what this movie was about, I would have said, there's a guy who pees for like a minute and a half. <laughs> like, that was the part that I probably remembered more than anything. And a little kid that gets hit in the face with a baseball glove. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, I think it happens in so many different parts, right? Because the beginning is, she's old, and it's very, I don't know what you call it, like the music is sappy. And yeah. it's very, 
just all of it's sappy, and then all of a sudden, here they are back in Willamette, Oregon. Yeah. Which is cool. Which I forgot that it was an Oregon Oh, yeah, they're from Oregon. And then just kind of the the ride you go on with them, like, getting on the team, and all the things that are just sort of, they're just kind of seen as normal for the time, I guess, that are very weird that happen, and, you know, like, Jimmy Dugan's an alcoholic, and there's a girl on the team who's illiterate, and Marla Hooch is ugly. You know, like, there's all these things that they're they're like, we're going to tackle all of this in one movie. And totally, even, we're gonna have war. We're gonna have feminism. We're gonna have sports. Yeah. We're gonna, yeah, we're a history. It's a history lesson. It's all these, yeah, things. yeah. That lady in the beginning reads that news thing about the masculinity of women, and this is what's gonna happen. Oh, yeah, when our boys come home from the war, who will they be coming home to? Right? Yeah, big eye roll. But yeah, I'm sure there was people that listened to that that were like, you know, I mean. I'm sure it wasn't that far off from the way people actually felt back then. Like the first game when they're like, you can't play baseball. Yeah. Get out of here. But they were good. Um, there's something else I was thinking about. Oh, there's that scene where the bus driver throws the dirt in that lady's face. Oh, jeez. Like, yeah. like, I don't know when an era, like when is it? Yeah, I don't know. Anytime in... The history of the world where you're in an argument with somebody and you just pick up a handful of dirt and throw it in a lady's face for I think at the next your point. pickles game you should do I'm that. I'm gonna try it. Yeah. Yeah, you just so plan who you're doing it to, like maybe like plan it in advance. Like, ooh, this is gonna be a funny pretend fight, you know. Dylan, maybe you and Dylan just like throw dirt at each other. Throw dirt at his face. <laughs> and that's when Tom Hanks wakes up and kisses the chaperone lady. Oh, yeah. And then he has a great line after that where he's like, I loved you in The Wizard of Oz. She (laughs) sort of looks like the evil witch. The wicked witch. Yes. Is that the one? Was that when he also like taps her on the butt? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, is this like just a baseball thing or is this a weird? Am I supposed to like not like this moment? Yeah. It's definitely interesting to look back. Yeah. As you said, problematic for the 90s. Yeah. Definitely problematic for the 40s. Yeah. And now we're in 2021 and we've got to cancel Tom Hanks for this role that he. Uh, <laughs> no, Sorry, it's just, Tom. It is. And now he's Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I don't know if you've been. Have you ever been to Cooperstown? No, I have not. So, I mean, it's a real thing. You know, they have. In the movie, that's the whole thing is they're opening that display in Cooperstown and that's yeah. what they show up for. And there actually is that in Cooperstown, and it has a weird name, like it was the the Northwest BBBL or whatever. Like it is, there is a whole thing. Um, the actual league that happened in real life, which that's that's the weird thing: the All American Girls Professional Baseball League, right? The AAGPBL just rolls off the tongue. AAGPBL. Yeah. Which was actually a real thing. Yeah. In the early 40s. And that's what's kind of weird about the movie is they go to uh, Henry Field. 
or whatever in Chicago, which is Wrigley Field. It's the Wrigley Gum. That was actually Wrigley Gum that was trying to get all this done, but instead of actually just being like a real portrayal, they have this like fake candy bar <laughs> magnates. Oh, yeah. The chocolate bar guy. Yeah. Yeah. But it was actually founded by <laughs> Philip K. Wrigley. Yeah. Was Wrigley Field, Wrigley Gum. It's a real thing. But, but why... Wrigley wouldn't pay for the sponsorship of the movie, probably. I- I guess. It, yeah, that's the part I don't understand. It's like, are we trying to... Because the guy kind of comes off as a jerk, right? So it's like, well, are we trying to change the history for the Wrigley people? Or we just didn't want to say their name? Or Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know. But the All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. And, it, you know... I mean, it turns into kind of a sappy thing, but there's great, you know, there's the great lines, the no crying in baseball. Yeah. I mean, I think Which when that's... I watched it again, I was trying to remember, like, that that is where that line came from, right? I was like, was yeah. this the where the line came from? Or are they, was there another one that I forgot about that then they're playing off of that thing? Yeah. No crying in baseball. No crying in baseball absolutely comes from a league of their own. Yeah. And it just, I mean, it definitely takes you on an emotional roller coaster. Like, there's, like, the sister relationships and the, you know, well, are they, is, is what's her name, Dottie? Is Dottie going to leave? Oh, my gosh, her husband, did her husband die in the war? Is she going to go home? Oh, my gosh, she's back. Spoiler alert. So, it takes you, it gets, it's a little heart-wrenching, I would say. It is. It is an emotional roller coaster, and it is like I said. It's it's sappy, and then you know, there's the big Madonna song from the end, right? Oh yeah. This used to be my playground, right? Let's go, Bickles! Let's go, Bickles! Let's go, Bickles! There you go, everybody. If you were curious what Cassidy and I thought about a league of their own, now you know. Go check it out. Great flick. Appreciate you guys for being here. Shout out to Marimba Mike for the intro music. Dusty Fox for the outro. Big thanks to Cassidy for joining me for the co-host. Thanks to Colleen Schrote for coming on. Come by and say hi. Cassidy will be on the party deck. I'll be around at all the Pickles games. We love you, Pickle Nation. Till the next Brian time. Yeah. Uh, light the spark out at Lens Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminate the dark. Popcorn, sunflower seeds, PDX and North Precious in the West Coast League. Yeah, Portland, never known to be fickle. Deep in Southeast, that's the home of the pickles. Brine time, home of the pickles. Brine time, brine time, that's the home of the pickles.